0: Hey guys, let me ask you a question. Do you think that you or someone that you know could be in a toxic or dysfunctional relationship? Or are you just overall curious to know what they look like? If so, stick around. This episode is going to be very enlightening. We're going to be going over the top five ways that we believe that you can identify and very easily recognize the future of the relationship that you're in or that someone else is in. So let's begin right away. Hey friend, I'm Nick.
1: And I'm Haley.
0: And we're here to help you build a fulfilling, God-centered relationship that lasts through having real, authentic, and truth-filled conversations.
1: We believe that by breaking destructive patterns, understanding our differences, and boldly stepping into our unique roles as men and women, couples will be able to thrive as a unified team, producing good fruit and becoming a powerful platform for God's glory that will impact the family unit for generations to come.
0: Whether you're married, dating, or single with the desire of being married one day, we're excited to hear how this information blesses your life this is the forest kingdom podcast welcome,
1: welcome to, to the, the conversation. conversation
0: all right welcome back everyone to a new episode of for his kingdom we're super grateful to be here with you guys today it's gonna to be a fun time
1: yes welcome back <laughs>
0: so guys let's dive in um this episode i think is going to speak to people that are either single or dating especially but i think it can be for anyone okay now before we begin i do want to say once again that um every circumstance is unique and different and so take everything that we're saying and then figure out how it applies to you if it applies to you right um have discernment with everything that you hear not just not only from us but from anyone else at that Mm -hmm. okay have a lot of discernment and wisdom. And we hope that you leave here with that um, and and, and hopefully prepared to know how to tackle some things or recognize some patterns in your life, in your relationship, maybe past relationships that you've had or other people that you know, that may be going through this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're, as the title says, we're speaking about how to recognize if you or someone that, you know, may be in a toxic or dysfunctional relationship. Okay Now there's a lot of there's gonna be some obvious ones and then there's gonna be so some not so obvious ones that I think we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be beneficial to dive in and speak about.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And there could be more topics too, more points totally um, that you guys have experienced that we don't touch on, but this is just based on what we've experienced. Um, And so I'm sure a bunch of you guys can relate.
0: Yeah, and let us know whatever that is. If you have some that we didn't touch on that you think are very important as well, let us know in a comment section or DM us or whatever it is, whatever way you like to communicate with us, we'd really appreciate that. Mm
1: -hmm, Absolutely.
0: So the first way is, and, and let's just both, honey, dive in and speak on this a little bit, right? But whenever you see someone, whether it's one or both people that are very, very controlling, that always need to have their way, Um, they have to give the okay before the other person can do anything. Mm -hmm. A controlling person, a controlling spirit is not able to accept and respect and love people without having full control over them. And when you are in a relationship where one or both people are like that, destruction is bound to happen. Whenever you are in that relationship, destruction is bound to happen. From my opinion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We need to be free. True love. If there's freedom in that, you know, so good. and that's what we've, uh, experienced with Christ, there's freedom. He's not trying to control us, force us, he's giving us free will. And that is why we love him so much because mm. we're like, wow, he's God. He could force us to do these things, but he's not, um, and so that that draws us in, that true love draws us in. And so same thing in relationships. Yeah. If I'm trying to control my husband or even boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever your scenario is, that's not love. Control is from the enemy. That's what the enemy, that's his tactic. Yeah. That's what he plays in. Um, and so anytime there's any sort of manipulation or control or, or even just focusing on self and making it about me making you know, I want the other person to only do things that benefit me and not giving them that freedom to go express themselves or hang out with friends or different things. Um, we gotta be leery, leery with that because that's not true love. Yeah you know, and, and of course there's scenarios where, Oh, you're not the fondest of a certain friend or whatever. And there's different cases like that, but it's how we voice it. But we should never at the end of the day control what they can or can't do. We're not each other's parents here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. I think that's a great point, you know, and, and, and you know, I'll say, because I think looking back and just speaking about this, I have found myself in the past, um, I think doing some things like this, um, Maybe even in the beginning of our relationship, I'm not 100% sure right now, but definitely I think in past relationships, and a lot of it was it is stemmed from fear, you know. Yeah. So like, if if you recognize that in someone, a lot of times they're afraid of something. Mm-hmm. What are they afraid of? Or if it's you. Or if that if that was you, what were you afraid of that made you want to control the other person? Are you afraid of losing them? Are you afraid of losing love? Are you afraid that you're not good enough if they live? So these are the conversations that could be happening internally that are leading someone to, um, you know, being controlling. Yeah. And uh, and I agree with you. Just the last thing that, you know, the enemy definitely uses control. In we order. see that all over in, our world today. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. It's Very everywhere. obvious to see
1: so, his tactics.
0: Yeah. So when you see at a, at a global level, right, even mm-hmm. we'll just dive in, go macro here for a second. Right. When we look at the control that happens at a global level, that and that's destructive. Right. That is a um, that is a demonic characteristic. And that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Whether we want to address it or not, doesn't need to get spooky and anything like that. But that's just the reality. Yeah. As we walk with Christ, like Haley said, we walk with our hands open and we don't force and we don't control. And I think that example is, was perfect. God yeah. gave us free will. He could have chosen to make us a specific way, like robots, telling, forcing us to do certain things. And honestly, at times probably will make it better for us because we Mm -hmm. run ourselves to the ditch a lot of times, but he was so loving that he gave us free will. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of love that we are to have with people that we love. Yeah. A love that has an open grip, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not a closed grip. You don't own them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because if we're controlling someone in any way, and sometimes it can be obvious and other times it's not so obvious, but like I said, there's manipulation at play. Um, If we're controlling someone or trying to control, whether it's fear or whatnot, I mean, that's great to identify the fear or the root, but that doesn't dismiss it, right? Everyone's gotta take their own responsibility, whether this is you personally or your significant other, um, just recognizing these things. Um, But if this is our our case, if this is our scenario, then. there's no room for trust because if we're, let's say I'm trying to control Nick because I'm scared, I'm fearful that he's going to leave, or I'm fearful that when he's going and hanging out with a friend or doing whatever, I'm fearful and that causes me to be a little too controlling and how I speak with him and just anything, well, h- how am I trusting him? Mm-hmm. You can't do both. And so if fruitful relationships, it requires a trust then we can't have that controlling demeanor, that controlling attitude um, at all. And I love what you said about it, it being demonic. I mean, it, it it is, it just, it is. And so anytime I notice myself trying to get that way or leaning that way, cause the flesh, right? The flesh wants us to be focused on us and what's comfortable for us and take care of us. That's our sinful nature. Um, so no one's immune to that. But every time I notice myself doing that, I'm like, oh man, like, hold up. I'm, you know, I'm on, I'm leaning on the wrong side right now. Like I'm not being Christ-like. I need to change because our, like Nick said, we will run ourselves into the ditch. Yeah, <laughs> That's why we need him so much. And we need to line our character with his and he trusts.
0: Amen. Amen. Love trusts, love I lo- believes yeah. all things. I love that. And and just a so, um, last point I, I want to Last thing I want to say on this too is that just on this point, right? If anyone is still kind of like, but is that why do you mean that that's demonic? That's from that's from the enemy. What do you mean? Well, look, if we are, you know, as Christians and that's what we believe, if you're listening, I'm guessing that that's you as well. Um, um yeah, th- we know that there's two sides, right? There there are two sides, there are two teams that we can be part of. We we can be on God's team or we can be on Satan's team. There is no middle road. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the reality that like we don't want to hear because it's very, very uncomfortable. But just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean that it's not the this the case. And so if they're fruits of the spirit, God's spirit, and then they're fruits of the flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that control manipulation is a fruit of the flesh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: just like all the other sins. You know what I mean? And so Something to think about and ponder on.
1: I just thought of another, I guess, scenario that this could be the case too. Um, controlling and like, I mean, the Bible speaks about just causing mischief and uh, dysfunction in families and different things like that, especially in Proverbs, um, like foolish versus being wise. Um, but someone can be controlling in, in, in a manipulative sense of like, it's not directly to you, but it's like through talking to a friend, planting different mm. seeds, like going around like very, um, what's the word? Almost like passive aggressive, like they're like just being not Christ-like, sneaky, <laughs> let's just put being it that sneaky. way. Being sneaky, yeah, but in a way to control the other person, yeah. right? And like to get in that person's business um, overly. And especially when you're dating, I mean, you are not one, That's, I mean,
0: you're still two,
1: you're still two, right? I mean, in marriage, there's still the boundaries that are important. Um, however, especially when you're not married, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, at any moment, this is not, this is not for life yet. We're still making sure that, um, we mesh and that we're a good fit together.
0: That's right. And that would be a great example of a huge red flag. I would say if, someone who you're dating, or if that's you, then there's a red flag on you, honestly, because mm-hmm. if you go around and you're trying to sneak and move things around and you're trying to be sneaky around certain circumstances in order to control and manipulate the situation, that's a red flag, man. Like, it, you know, repent of that, change your ways. And if you see that in other people, that's for me personally, just on a personal note, not, I don't know, you guys might not care, but on a personal note. Mm-hmm. You know, when I notice those traits of manipulation, of lying, of going around and talking behind people's backs and stuff like that, it's when I notice, stirring things. things up, when mm-hmm. I, I notice that in people, um, you know, people that I'm acquaintance with or friends with, whatever, that to me is like, I, I, I have a hard time. I, I don't want people like that around my life. -hmm. Other people can I forgive, but I don't want them in my inner circle. That's just me. Yeah, to me that matters a lot. Maybe someone else can accept that because they're used to being controlled, growing up. Maybe if you were controlled growing up by your parents or a parent, then now you're okay with being controlled and manipulated. But let me tell you, that's that's dysfunctional. That is not healthy. And I, you know, to live like that, it's not a good um, game plan and strategy in order to have a blessed, healthy relationship.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's not God's intention. It's not exactly. what he wants for us. That's right. Um, and so, right. yeah, I think we all need to, of course, uh, check our intentions, right? Cause like, I mean, if you're dating someone and you're, let's say your boyfriend, he, or let's say girlfriend as an example, if you're a guy and your girlfriend she's like always is reaching out to your mom or like just, it's starting to get a little weird, right? Like you notice her motives are off it's important to recognize that and address it. And what Nick is saying is like, it's not that we're not forgiving people, we forgive them. We we wanna be forgiven by Christ. So we forgive, we are commanded to forgive. That's not an option um, and it's not always easy, but that is the choice we must make as Christians. Um, however, what he's saying is, why would you wanna continue to be around that if there's repetitive behaviors like that? Um, And especially, why would you want to date someone that leads to marriage if they're not showing repentant behavior, you
0: know? I love that you said that at the end because I I just wanted to mention that too, right? If someone, and I think it is important, if you notice these behaviors with anyone, this applies to anyone, right? Not just a romantic relationship, it's what you're saying too. Mm -hmm. But like, if you notice these behaviors, address it
1: in a healthy a, way ad- and a, address mm-hmm, it in course. a healthy way in mm-hmm. a loving
0: way, but address it, call it out. Don't leave it. You know, don't do the same thing. Go talk behind their back. You know what I mean? Like just address it and explain how that is going to be unacceptable by you. You will not accept the, that behavior. And if they repent and they genuinely repent and change and they're truly sorry and they recognize and they're ashamed of their behavior and what they've done and they've changed their ways. Praise God. That's amazing. That could be you leading that person t- to salvation through that, honestly,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: or keep them in, in in the right path or lead them to the right path. But if they choose not to forget, uh, not to apologize or not to repent, or they don't really see it as an issue or they try to turn it on you again, then that right there, you know, like you can't, you cannot change anyone. They have to choose to change themselves too mm-hmm. or allow God to change them.
1: So yeah.
0: that's that, guys. I so- think we...
1: So that applies to so what we, we kind of went on a tangent, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but what we just spoke about, you know, having that discernment and addressing it and different things like that and forgiving, um, this goes for the rest of the points that we have yeah. to actually pray stuff. about
0: every single one of them. These are deep stuff that we're talking about. So we're, we're working on making it as simple as possible within 30 to 45 and an hour whatever, but mm-hmm. pray about it. Okay. Pray about every single one of them.
1: Okay, cool. So Yeah, in the same way, number two is, if you or your partner are very careless and tear you down with their words or actions. So in other words, emotional or physical abuse. Um, Now, we would think that this would be obvious and to some people it is, but other people, like Nick said, they might be used to it growing up. Um, And so it's a little harder to like put their foot down because until we heal fully, we're just going to keep going back in those same situations. That's just what's our new norm, our new comfortable as humans. Um, however, if if you know, you're getting into an argument or a disagreement with your significant other, which will happen and is okay, is not the end of the world, it should happen. Um, it's normal, right? But what depends is how you react. And so if someone, your significant other is always just so careless and hateful with their words and they're just so i mean you you guys know what proverbs said says about just being reckless with your words and my gosh every time i read those verses it it gets me to like i'm like okay i gotta brittle my tongue even more it's it's scary you know um just how strong it speaks about that and how bad it is because our words are powerful but yeah if someone is so quick to just call you names and different things just letting literally letting whatever out of their mouth. Well, that shows what's in their heart. And that's scary. You know, once again, they can repent, there's, there's, um, there's the ability to for them to change and work through it with you, of course. But if you're noticing this repetitive behavior, and you've addressed it, just like Nick mentioned in point one, you don't need to be around that. Because guess what, it's really hard to fully buy into your identity in Christ and the truth of who you are. If you're constantly being fed lies and you're just taking it in all these negative things that that is not loving, you know? First of all, it's just not loving, um, but it's really hard and it will start to affect your self-esteem and it's just it's just not healthy. So that's, um, that's point two, careless with their words and of course, or actions, right? It all comes down to the heart. It, all of these things come down to the heart, but these are the things externally that we get to recognize Um, so we can make a decision, Hey, is this worth me staying? Have I done everything I can, or do I need to get out of this relationship? Am I just wasting time going in circles, putting up with things I don't need to, which is preventing perhaps the person God has for me to come into my life. Right? So that's, that's a key point right there.
0: Mm, I love that. I actually was pulling up James 3 that speaks about that. There are Proverbs too that speak about the tongue. Um, There's a lot of verses actually, Mm -hmm. but this one is is one that to me um, stands out a lot. And I'll just read it very quickly for you guys um, so you can have some biblical reference. So it's in James 3 um, verse seven is what i'm looking at people can tame all kinds of animals birds reptiles and fish but no one can tame the tongue it is restless and evil full of deadly poison sometimes it praises our lord and father and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of god Mm. and so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth Surely, my brothers and sisters, that is not. This is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, you can't draw fl- fresh water from a salty spring. Mm. So Oof. you know, let let's let us watch our our mouth and our tongues, uh, our tongue and um and, and observe and observe what other people are speaking and saying
1: and like jesus, to us like jesus says it's not what goes in our mouths that defile us it's what comes out <laughs> and so this is a really big deal and i know a lot of times once again if we've grown up with some sort of um physical or emotional abuse like this we can just we can downplay it right because it's uncomfortable to change and make a difference but if this is you Please reach out. Please get help, um, because that's not what God has for you. And He wants you to have healing. He wants you to be around people who really love you, through their actions and their words. Um, but it's hard to do that and really receive that love if we're filling the space with this toxic, these toxic behaviors.
0: Yeah, don't allow it in yourself, and don't allow it in the people around you. Yeah, that's you know the people that you're going to have close to you, that's and, the best advice.
1: And especially in a significant other, I mean, yeah. in any one period, but if you're dating someone and this is the case, what makes you think if you get married to them, that they're going to be any different, it's just going to be worse. Yeah, way, way, way worse.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and I want to say to, you know, obviously no one is perfect. And, and in times of stress or t- tough situations, people can they can say things and act in ways that are unacceptable and, and, and no good. And they can, people make mistakes. You know, we all make mistakes. Unfortunately, sometimes these mistakes are worse than others, and it can really hurt uh, more than others. And so, you know, have, we are to have grace for people, of course, but we are to just watch these things like Haley is saying. Observe them early on and recognize if there is a pattern there. Mm-hmm. And and if you voice that that is unacceptable um, and it is not taken seriously and, and it and it is not you, you're not seeing fruit from any, and there's no change there, then that's a sign you know that you're stepping in if you're in a relationship with someone like that, that you're stepping into something that y- it will leave you destroyed in the end because especially and a lot of times unfortunately, physical abuse obviously is absolutely horrible and should not be tolerated by any means. Unacceptable. By unacceptable, completely unacceptable. Do not allow that. Okay, ask for help. Like Haley said, period. However, a lot of times, unfortunately, emotional abuse can leave even more drastic long term damage than physical abuse.
1: A lot of times, and it's more subtle too. It's
0: more subtle and it lingers. And so the words that you allow the person closest to you to speak into you, they're going to either destroy you or they're going to bring life to you. Mm -hmm. Be very wise and careful who you choose to be around you as a significant other. This woman next to me speaks life into me. That's why I love her. That's one of the reasons why I love her. And Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for her. She speaks life in areas that I need someone to speak life into. She does not tear me down. And I do my best to do the same thing for her. And that is that is a good trait of a blessed, healthy relationship. We watch your words. Watch your words. We both need that one hundred
1: percent. Absolutely.
0: So I love it. I hope you guys get got the got the message there. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into the third one. Here's a this is a sign that you're in a toxic or dysfunctional relationship whenever the person that you're with make mistakes, but it's never their fault it's always your fault. They make mistakes, but it's your fault. They never apologize or humble themselves, and they blame you for every single thing that's going wrong. Red flag, you should pay attention to that. No one is perfect. You listening right now, you make mistakes too, let me tell you. But in a relationship of two, both people will make mistakes, period. And both people should acknowledge that. Sometimes it could be one person doing it, but every time, that's not how things go Mm -hmm. so be aware if you're with someone that never acknowledges their mistakes they love to focus on what you're doing wrong they love to rub things on your face that my friend you're if you're in a relationship like that and you stay in that relationship you're headed towards destruction you will leave with trauma that you're gonna have to deal with later on and heal from so don't tolerate that do not tolerate that pray for them pray for them you apologize some one of one person needs to be the first one to ask for an apology. Mm -hmm. So step up, be the big man, be the big woman and ask for an apology, a genuine apology. And allow them space to come back and ask for an apology as well. Mm -hmm. But if they never do that, red flag.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just pulled up James four six. It says, God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And so once again, if we want a healthy, fruitful, godly relationship, it, it's going to take two to be striving to be like Christ. It's going to take two. Um, and Jesus is the most humble human that we can compare ourselves to. And so if that's our goal, and someone's never humbling themselves, sometimes it's one person's fault, right? Sometimes it's both. A lot of times it's both. Most times it's both. There's things that both people could have done differently. Yeah. That's just the truth. Yep. Um. So yeah, if, if you or your significant other are never humbling themselves, that's a sign of a, you know, if it's a pattern, again, of perhaps narcissistic behavior, where it's all about them and they're just king of the hill and do nothing wrong and, that's not good, that's not good. And that's gonna build up, if you don't address this early on in a relationship, it will lead to you resenting them in in the end, unfortunately. Um, And that's where boundaries and different things, conversations need to be had, especially if you're already married, but if you're dating, be proactive about this. You guys, you need to work as a team. But if someone's not willing to like compromise and lean in and humble themselves, man, who would want to be with that person? They wouldn't even want to be with themselves. That's the thing. (laughs) Most narcissists are not with narcissists. They couldn't be because how would that work if you're all about you and you're all about you, they wouldn't be together. That's the irony, right? So no one likes that.
0: (laughs) They end up alone. That's the reality, you know? That's the reality. And I I love everything you just said. I want to say another thing on top of that. Um, I have a little tip, a little side note, tip for uh, people that are dating or they're single and they're, they're getting to know people. You know, a lot of people will say if you if you have fights and that's a bad or excuse me, if you if you have discussions and that's a really bad thing. I personally don't believe that. That's just a personal belief of mine. I think discussions and confrontations are not necessarily bad. They're not bad in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, they can become bad. They can become negative and toxic and, and destructive. However, having discussions and confrontations and disagreements. We speak a lot about that. We have another episode: disagreements one-on-one. Go listen to that if you haven't yet. That's a solid episode too, because how you fight, quote unquote, how you fight, how you have disagreements is super important. But here's the tip, okay? Allow yourself to have disagreements. Don't run from disagreements and any confrontation in a in a new relationship. It's okay to not be a hundred to, to think a hundred percent the exact same way as the person that you're with. We have another episode about preferences and non-negotiables. Go listen to that one if you haven't another great episode. (laughs) But here's the point. Here's why you want that. Here's why you want to allow yourself to have that to see how they act. To see how they act the beauty in a relationship is not in never having a disagreement the beauty is in being able to have disagreements and overcoming it successfully as a unit so if you have never seen that in your life if you if your parents If you've if you've seen your parents always fight or have disagreements and always be in a bad note with each other and that's all that you've known that's all that you've seen and so therefore that's the programming that you also have in your life and in your dating or relationship life, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna give you a quick example of what it can look like. You guys mess. You have a confrontation. Have a disagreement. You don't see eye to eye. You get upset. Okay. You get upset you start voicing you both of you start to get maybe a little loud and then one person chooses you know what consciously you know what I'm going to slow down I'm going to let them speak I'm going to let them get it out whoever gets to that point first is the first one to do it let them speak okay you know what honey I'm going to stop you tell me talk to me let them get it out see it from their angle apologize acknowledge what they're saying and and see how you could have done better and ask for an apology a genuine apology that is the starting point that is how you overcome something and then you allow them to feel better because you have already apologized you're gonna feel loved and appreciated by you then you're able to do you 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 can hey can i now say from my perspective now that you're feeling better honey do 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 you mind if i get to speak to you now right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then they will you can do that you can share your thoughts and let them and let's and see if they acknowledge anything that you're saying (laughs) see if they acknowledge what you're saying or do they never acknowledge what you say
1: that right there is how you will know whether they care more about the relationship or just being right facts and we've spoken about this this is a huge thing in relationships period yep but if they care more about being right than about being good then ding 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 there's a red flag right there red flag and the verse I brought up in, in James it's about pride versus humility and so again if you're not able to humble yourself and apologize ever or your person's not that's probably pride just waving yeah. its head at you and you got to recognize that again and we're speaking about patterns all these things we're talking about if it happens once twice okay people are sinful
0: or everyone you once in know a while. totally we make
1: mistakes of course we need to we need to check for patterns. Are there yes. patterns here of unrepentant behavior? That is what makes something toxic
0: facts. Yep. Love that. All cool. right.
1: So next point. Um, so the next point, this is point four. So if your relationship is filled with lies and secrets, where you're not being able to be vulnerable with one another. And if that's the case, love cannot grow. <laughs> because again, true love, freedom, we need trust, we need all these things. But how can we have that for lying to one another? Again, this, just like the controlling and manipulation in point one, this is aligning ourselves with the enemy more than with Christ. Yeah. Lies are unacceptable. That is the native tongue of the devil. If mm. we are lying, we need to check ourselves, right? And if someone else is constantly lying, it's arguable that they're really taking their walk with Christ as seriously as maybe they are saying they do, because that's like one of the basic things, right? I mean, even kids know that they're not supposed to lie. Um, And now they do it automatically, right? At times because the flesh, um, however, but we, we all know you have our, we have a conscience, right? We know that that's wrong. And so if that's the case, there's no room for that.
0: I love that. Absolutely. I agree completely. And I just want to say, too, look again for the patterns, right? If this constantly happens, um, you should be able to get vulnerable with, with, with uh, the person that you are starting to build a relationship with, right? And vice versa. There should be a, an environment of openness, of vulnerability, where um, you're able to understand without judging and, and, and loving them through it or saying you know what that's too much i'm not able to be with someone like that but thank you for being honest with me you know what i mean like either way that's okay and um and and t- and, and as the more will be revealed as time and trust strengthens mm-hmm. but the more you choose to face that fear and open up the more love and trust will be built mm-hmm. so if you or the person that you're with or both are unable to do that because yeah. you've been hurt a million times that's fine but recognize that unless your face begin to face this it's gonna be hard to have a healthy relationship so you can do it in doses you can open up slowly and make sure that they are able to accept or, or not accept necessarily accept but love you through that love you anyways or respect you or appreciate you for opening up even if they don't like the reality of things um, that's a good sign, because um, let me tell you, don't get caught in the thinking that you're you're gonna find someone that's that's perfect, that 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 idolized, fantasized version of that prince charming that you're thinking of. That is a perfect man. Let me tell you, he does not exa- exist, sister. That man does not exist. That man is called Jesus Christ. You need him in your life. Another man is not going to fulfill you. Okay, he's going to add to your fulfillment. He's going to add to your love, but he cannot be the only source. If you make him the source, you're idolizing that man. And so if you lose him, you're still empty. Mm. You don't want that. Mm. Okay, so don't look for perfect people. Yeah. Don't look for perfect people. They do, don't. They don't exist. So when people open up about things that they've gone through in the past or whatever it may be, you should be grateful that they're opening up because there's other people out there. They're not telling you their stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. We,
1: all, we all have it, and this doesn't mean you have to just drag all your dirty laundry from the past, bring into your new relationship. That's also not what we're saying. Yeah, on um, the first
0: date, like, let me just give you my whole list. Yeah,
1: yeah, you here might you want, go. Make sure, make sure you're, you're okay with you all. That you
0: say. Yeah, no, you, you know, you need, you need to be wise about this. <laughs> be wise about it once again.
1: <laughs> yeah, God's timing for everything, but I guess the main point with this is lying period or secrets never sharing anything from the past like it's just right. really hard yes i mean i guess there this is kind of a twofold because lying and secrets from the past perhaps um you could have secrets currently that's right along with lying um but even like lying about your past or just not opening up period never
0: about anything
1: it's really hard to to create intimacy with someone. And it's hard to create trust if you don't have intimacy and it all goes together. Um, And like Nick said, if you've been hurt, sister, join the club, (laughs) haven't we all? We've all experienced some sort of uh, trauma, whether it's in our childhood or in past relationships. So you're not alone. Um, And this will take time, you know, but as long as we keep walls up, especially if we're desiring to have a close, fruitful, godly relationship. Again, if that's our goal, then, and we keep our walls up and we don't ever open the gate, right? We just keep brick wall where no one can get through. Guess what that's keeping out? The love that we so deeply are desiring. (laughs) And so it's, it's, it's a, that's the catch right like sure it can perhaps protect you from ever being hurt again quote unquote uh but at the same time you're losing the love that you really want and we all need that we all need that love um and of course we can get it through christ directly And I pray that you take these things to him, right? Take the hurts. We speak about that a lot too. taking these hurts and past pains and traumas to Christ because he alone can heal anything and everything. And he will. Sometimes it takes time, but sometimes it can be in a moment in a single prayer session alone with him in the closet. Like he can do miracles like that. And he will, um, but but yeah, it we also can receive his love through significant others. And so if we're wanting that, too, they can just add to it. Like Nick said, we're not counting on them. I'm not counting on my spouse to fulfill me. I just know he's he's a part of my life to add joy and add love to my life Um as he represents Christ as well. Right. As he walks and and I see Christ in him in different ways <clears throat> in different ways that he loves me. And it's so beautiful. But yeah, if you want that, you can't have a brick wall, you got to start removing those bricks and you have a gate and that's called a boundary, but you can open the gate and you can shut it in different scenarios. Um, And that's that's a whole nother topic we'll speak about. But yeah, that's super important to get vulnerable with one another.
0: Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I love it. I love everything you said. Awesome. Okay, cool.
1: Let's go to point five.
0: Cool. So the last point here, the last way that you can recognize that you are in a toxic or dysfunctional relationship is if you're never able to resolve normal challenges that come up, okay, you just shove things under the rug, both of you, there's no real forgiveness and letting go, which we spoke about in uh, point three a little bit, right? Not apologizing, but there's no real forgiveness or letting go, uh, you guys don't learn from it. <laughs> it keeps happening the over same and over thing. And over over and over and over the same stuff over and over and over always going through the exact same stuff in just a different day never mm-hmm. healing no not rising above the small things we're not talking about major things here we're talking about the little things that become big things and that are never de- dealt with and that you go to bed angry or that you and in this bitterness starts to grow and it lingers man be careful be careful with this. Yeah. Th- this is this is a very unhealthy and dysfunctional pattern. There's a lot of reasons why that could be happening. And this is something that it's not a simple answer to just, you know, say why. Uh you need to dig it up a little more. But um there are fears there, there are hurts there, there are unfor- there's unforgiveness there. There, you know, there's a lot of things that are in the heart that have grown. A lot of weeds that have been left there uh, from the past and so just just if you're dating or or or, you know or getting to know someone that and they have this pattern just you know bring it up bring it up talk about it doesn't mean you see you gotta dump them first you know Mm -hmm. like bring it up but but if you are with someone right now or maybe you're married already with someone that that has this pattern or you have this pattern or both of you have this pattern make the time to 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 take this cigar and, and dig it up and, and figure out why it is and, and be disconnected from it and and maybe you can even help the person. You know what I mean? Help the person, recognize it might not be about you at all. Yeah. Um
1: it's always two in arguments, like we said earlier. Most of the time it's two people that have done yes. something that they perhaps shouldn't have. Correct. Um,
0: so just take it serious, Is I guess the last thing I was going to say, just to take this serious, don't overlook this, don't sweep yeah. things under the rug and think they're going to be okay. They're going to, they're going to be under the rug still.
1: Until someone moves the rug accidentally years later and then poof, it all smacks you in the face. It, it's just going to keep growing.
0: And that's what happened. And this is one of my theories, I think, for why I think a lot of divorces happen, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. They're not honest. Like they don't address things.
0: Yes. You 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 sweep it under the rug and think, oh, it's going to go away with time. It's not going to go away. As a matter of fact, bacteria is going to grow around. The mold mm. is going to grow around. You're going to start breathing. That stuff It's going to go into your lungs. It's going to infect you. <laughs> don't sweep things under the rug. Address it. Address them. Maybe not in the exact moment, but that day or that week.
1: Hey, honey, I've been noticing we've been arguing quite a bit when this topic comes up, you know, I understand we have different points of views, but I really want to get on the same page, I want to come to uh, an agreement point, you know, I respect your opinion, you know, however, I really would like to be heard by you. Something along these lines, right? That was just on the top of my head. But it's how you personally address it, uh, which is huge, right? Because we could be just as guilty. Oh, well, I talked to them, I told them. Well, were you accusing them? Were you basically just shoving your finger in their face? Because I don't think anyone's gonna respond well to that. Um, So as long as we do personally our best and we process it alone with the Lord and then come to them and address it, that is all we can do, right? Um, And so let's say you are doing that. Let's say you're doing that. You've multiple times, you're patient, you're forgiving them. But maybe it's one person or let's say it's the opposite person that is just they don't want to grow. They don't want to learn. They don't want to, you know, a lot of these things could go together. Perhaps a lot of these points we brought up. They don't want to take responsibility or they just don't really care about changing. They're content with the dysfunction because they're used to it once again. um, And that's how they were raised or just used to that. That's their norm, quote unquote. And let's say you are doing your best, but nothing's changing and you're dating this person. Quit settling. <laughs> I don't know how else I can say it, but just quit settling. If you've done all you can, and there's constantly things that I just, you just keep arguing about the same stuff. It goes in circles, the same patterns. Once again, patterns. You gotta recognize that because relationships do not have to be that way. In fact, they shouldn't be that way. Um, and I think a lot of relationships, I think it's harder for a lot of people because we settle and we just settle for that's the norm in relationships. when. That's not the norm. If you're arguing arguing about stupid things all the time and just petty stuff and no one, you know, you're just used to it. Number one, you're never gonna get the true relationship you want, because it does take two, um, to really work at it. However, number number two, you're you're gonna just create so much pain in yourself just by being around it once again. Like, why are you putting up with it if you've done all you can, like you know what I mean? And this is for dating couples, I'm saying. If you're if you're married already, that's a little different scenario. Stick around. Uh you, you gotta you gotta fight it through out. it. You gotta get some help and just some support, perhaps, and lots and lots and lots of prayer for both scenarios. Yes. But if you're dating and you're early on, again, we gotta recognize these patterns because how you start things a lot of times, it just it further it further comes out. You guys have heard the saying like, oh, like a a bad person with a lot of money is gonna do a lot of bad things with all that money. A good person with a lot of money is gonna do a lot of good things with that money. It's not the money, right? It's just this the environment that it's in, it flourishes, and it just becomes more of what it already is. And so if if all these things are in a person's heart, all this hurt, pain, and they don't want to take responsibility, they don't want to learn, they don't want to grow with you as a as a team, before the relationship, Again, it's. I'm not saying it's impossible because God can do anything and He can Amen. redeem anything. However, mm-hmm. odds are it's it's going to keep just going the same way and just come out even more and be even more painful. And so if we can recognize these patterns sooner, the better. It can save you and the other person a lot of pain mm-hmm. and a lot of time wasted, perhaps.
0: Yes. Yes. I love it. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's it, guys. So... Uh, we hope that you've gained value, and I actually want to very quickly. We don't. I don't think we 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 haven't done this or normally do this, but I, I just want to pray real quick for you. If you're listening right now, and maybe you related with some of the things that you just heard. If you're not driving, maybe you can close your eyes and just just tune in. Okay, um, Lord, I just want to thank you for this amazing time and opportunity to to hopefully pour into into people's lives. And um, whoever it is that's listening right now, Lord, I pray that you just instill so much peace. And clarity in their minds and their hearts as they as they heard these words Lord that they don't leave with any confusion with any uncertainty that they leave a little bit more prepared a little bit more confident a little bit more at peace for the fact that they're growing and they're growing closer to you lord if any good seed that we planted today lord i pray that you grow it in their hearts lord and any mm-hmm. bad seed that we planted by accident or un- uh, unaware lord remove that seed from their hearts and minds lord and mm-hmm. i pray that they have a fruitful and blessed relationship and marriage lord the way that you intended and if there's any doubt in anyone's minds that they're capable of having that for whatever circumstance. I pray that you bring freedom yes. from those doubtful thoughts that come from the enemy. Yes, we expose Lord. them as the lies that they are, Lord.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That we we are we that are in Christ are here and we have an opportunity to live an abundant life, abundant of love. Mm-hmm. Because you are love, Lord, so we thank you and we pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thanks, Amen. honey. I, love you guys. I pray that this gives you guys just the courage to take those nuggets take the seeds like nick says um, and just apply what you know you need to apply again this might not apply to you um, but it might apply to a friend so whether that's the courage to send it to them or if it does apply to you directly take action and whatever the lord is leading you pray about these things um, but definitely don't sweep this under the rug we pray that this gave you guys some clarity Um, and maybe it just, hopefully it gave you what you needed. We pray that the Lord, um, yeah, works in your hearts because he led us to this conversation. So we believe it will impact you guys greatly. So thanks again for tuning in.
0: Yes. We love you guys.
1: And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. (laughs) Bye.